What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of your favorite podcast, The Grower Die Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons, and my beautiful pup, Peyton, looking in at us, wishing he was in here chatting with you guys on the podcast. Today, I give you everything you need to know about business coaching in 90 minutes. Scott and I just go the fuck in. So be ready. Have your notes ready. Take mental notes. Understand this. We're about to save you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and we're about to save you a hell of a scam. So tune in. Everything you need to know about business coaching dropping right now. Welcome to episode 18. I'll see you inside. All right. For those of you who don't know who I am, what's up? (laughs) Welcome to my podcast. My name is Justin Mahaley, and I am alongside Scott Simmons, and he's my co-host. But far more than that, he essentially oversees and executes tons of operations back and front end um, of Team Mahaley of Iron Intellects of Hyperdrive. Um, And I'm the owner of Team Mahaley Iron Intellects Hyperdrive. We, We have this cool little group, and I'll let you in on our um, official name of the group. Mm-hmm. We have a secret name that no one's allowed to know. We do. We have a secret. Um, we have a secret uh, code what name. Do you call that? They, yeah, it's a code we name. We have a code name. We have a we have a sign for it too. We have, oh, we do. We, yeah, we have <laughs> a hand we, gesture. Yeah, yeah. We have <laughs> we have gang signs and everything. Don't fuck with us. The core five, and it's going to be very important understanding the core five as we move forward. So. First, I'm going to start by explaining the core five, and I'm going to explain the history of Mahaley Fit LLC. And I'm also going to give you every single thing you need to know about business coaching and save you tens of thousands of dollars and tons of scamming from discussing people who decided one day they were just business coaches with Mm -hmm. no fucking success Mm -hmm. in their own business. Listen, success is not building a six figure business. (laughs) No, if that's your that's your definition of success, we really need to raise that bar. Yeah, that's not. That's not as hard as some people think. Yeah, it's pretty fucking easy. Well, you know, if you break it down 12 months, if you do, uh, if you do what? Eight, eight grand. Eight, I mean, 8.5K a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Realistically. I mean, yeah. People I mean, drop, 16 year old kids drop ship that. Literally. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Gar- Chinese garbage. I want to talk about building a seven figure business. I want to talk about expanding to an eight figure business. I want to talk about having actual impact in the world and how that correlates to more monetary gain. Because understand, at least in what I do and what Scott and I do, there's a serious moral obligation that we have to the folks who allow us to expand our business. And that extreme moral obligation is always giving them the absolute best service, the best education, the best responses, the best knowledge, the absolute best of our ability is given to them every single day. And guess what happens when you do that? The numbers work themselves out. The numbers grow themselves based on how much you give. And there are business coaches out there. God, I use that term so loosely. It's almost such a disgusting term like every time i hear the term business coach i'm just like oh yeah like all i hear is i'm scamming people yeah and you guys are getting scammed Mm -hmm. and people listening to this podcast have dropped thousands of dollars on people who are just able to manipulate you into thinking they know what the fuck they're talking about and i'm here to burst every single one of their bubbles and tell you that they have no fucking idea what they're talking about no they're just master scam artists. Yep. And you, 
you got mossed. <laughs> well, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. Yeah. We're about to save you. But you know, hey, if any of you want to PayPal me over, you know, PayPal Scott and I over a couple G's after this yeah, lesson. I'm down. I'm I mean, ready we're, for it. we're about to expand your business. There's tenfold. a new camera coming out. I'm just <laughs> yeah. There's a new camera we could definitely <laughs> yeah. use for this. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, let's talk about the core five. The core five is made up of Stephen my CEO. Uh, he's my right hand man. He's been there through like, I mean, he came on board and, you know, we were doing about six, $7,000 a month consistently when he came on board. Uh, man, when was that? Uh, 18 months ago, something like that. Was it the beginning of 19? No, it was the end of 18. Okay. Yeah. Let's say 18 months ago. Scott is the COO of operations here. Um, every, anything that needs executed, essentially I lay it out. Steven draws the plan and then delegates to Scott's strength, David's strength, who's a project manager and Tony's strength, who's the chief financial officer of Mahaley Fit LLC. Now we all joke internally about like, haha, we all have titles, <laughs> but no, like it's pretty legit. Like they go pretty fucking hand in hand with what they everyone do. does. Like, yeah. um, we all work. Uh, I mean, we all put in 60 hours a week and in, into Mahaley Fit yeah. LLC. Um, yeah. well, fucking Steven puts in however many hours a week there are. That's what he puts in because he doesn't fucking sleep. No. Um, but Steven and I linked up a while back and I had all these visions. I had these great ideas and I was, you know, having a really good time as a coach and, you know, doing pretty well. I had some eight K months, some nine K months also. So Steven came in and he started turning my vision into real. I didn't have enough time. Mm -hmm. I mean, anyone out there who does seven K a month in coaching understands how much work it's put into that. Um, at least if you're doing it by yourself, now it's interesting is like, I see the numbers for the assistant coaches. Yeah. Like, man, they all have it so easy. <laughs> you built a platform. Fuck, dude, they all have it so easy. Yeah. But like, that was my goal. That was my yeah. purpose. I yep. wanted to provide elite trainers, a place to fucking actually get paid. Like they're elite. Yeah. Um, so history of Mahila for LLC, we started, uh, seven and a half years ago. And well, the LLC was started six and a half years ago. I started seven and a half years ago um, when I left the Bengals and I was out of strength and conditioning trainer, at LA fitness. I was pulling you know, about a thousand dollars a month uh, from that place. And I left, um, I, I brought all my clients with me. That was fun. That was a fun uh, legal whirlwind to go through with LA fitness, <laughs> but you know, like, like LA fitness just threatens you with a whole bunch of shit and they, they're never about that life. Like well, I yeah. took 31 clients from them and they didn't do anything. They just like sent all these letters and like threats and did. like stuff like that. And yeah, you know, whatever. Um, and so I went to a gym, uh, that I became a co-owner of and, you know, I started, you know, moving up the ranks a little bit, getting mm -hmm. a little better. Uh, I online coaching wasn't really a big thing back then. Um, I dated a girl who had a massive online following and she was doing like some online program sales and stuff. Um, she was actually one of the first people to really get into that. And she she pushed me into like, why don't you just coach people virtually? And I was like, fuck you mean? <laughs> how do you do that? Literally, how do you do that? Yeah. Like, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. And in one day we set it up. Like we sat down at her computer. I didn't even have a computer at the time. You, yeah. you know the story about I my do. computer. Um, and, and we sat down at her computer. We created a whole fucking thing. I flew back to Ohio. She lived in Florida. I flew back to Ohio and I like went and got the LLC. I like did everything. And I started mm -hmm. fucking training people on $50 a month. Nice. Yeah. 50 bucks a month. And dude, I mean, I got people. Yep. I got people uh, pretty quickly. So, you know, things expanded, things progressed, things changed. I, I started to really understand the business. I just poured so much fucking passion into this shit. Um, but 
you know, like this isn't like what I'm from. Like I'm not from this family of fucking entrepreneurs and business owners. Like mm-hmm. I'm from, you know, fam- like my mom's an accountant. My, my dad like handles cell phones at a trucking company. Yeah. Like we're, we're not like we, do, this isn't what we do. Mm-hmm. So I have it's no exposure to this. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and you know, I have some really, really, really successful clients who are like are multimillionaires and stuff. And they talk about like how they got started. I'm just like, how the fuck do you do that? And like now it's funny looking back. Cause it's like, Oh shit, man, it really wasn't that fucking hard. So fast forward a little bit. I moved to Austin. There's some 10 K 11 K months. There's some five K months. I had no systems in place. I had clients Venmoing me for their monthly subscription. Oh, really? How wow! You, you had to trust that? the fact that they were just going to yeah, pay you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So then um, I started working out numbers with my ex, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like between the two of us, we had like fifty nine clients that hadn't paid in months. No way. So then I was like, okay, well, the only way to actually run an effective business is through PayPal auto renewal. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now everything, obviously, fuck, we have 500 clients every time when someone's like, we're not chasing you down. Yeah. PayPal is going to fucking chase you down. Like PayPal is going to, yeah. you know, run your account. So we, we actually don't handle any client accounts with team Haley. PayPal handles them all. And it makes everyone's life a lot easier. Same with iron intellect, same with hyperdrive. So <clears throat> we, you know, uh, obviously obtained a lot of money from that yeah because there was like hey like you guys are really overdue because i was like how'd i do 11k and then 5k mm-hmm. so oh but people aren't paying um so i remember i remember did you was, get people to pay oh yeah 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 i remember i remember this huge thing um about me raising my prices to 175 dollars a month and <laughs> the funny shit it's so funny thinking back on I mean, this, this was literally, yeah. I mean, this was not that long ago. F- like right when I hired Steven, I was like, at like one fifty, one seventy five. I bet Steven was pulling his hair out. No. Yeah. 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 Steven's pulling his hair out a lot of things. <laughs> oh boy. So Steven came on board and he was like, like, so a little backstory on Steven. He's a serial entrepreneur. He owns many businesses, all that are very, very, very successful. He's a workaholic. Um, one of the most intelligent people, you know, if you have a question, Steven has an answer and a solution. Um, now, his answers are never as good as my answers, mm-hmm. but he does have a solution. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. See when your answers, we go with your answers more commonly. Most we go with time. mine. Um, I mean, Steven's a genius. Like yeah. he, he really, like I would categorize Steven as a genius. And the like, only thing Steven doesn't, yeah. <laughs> it's cause he doesn't have social media. Yeah. That's the one thing he like, he doesn't understand trying. social media the best. He's trying. Uh, he, yeah. Like, fuck i feel like through me and he actually has another client who has like over a million followers oh really and like okay. but but he's way more involved with us i think he's learned a lot from us he's learned a lot from you interesting on that okay. front from okay. savannah on that front yep. um and you know now he better relates to all that of but course. yeah steven doesn't have social media he doesn't have time for he has time for money he doesn't have time for social Dude, media yeah. <laughs> he's good at what he does and, oh my god I, I i believe he's the best yeah um but like Steven loves the process of like seeing something start down here and then end way up here. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that process. You love that. Like we find so much beauty. David and Tony love that process. Yeah. And all five of us are fucking workaholics. Yeah. Um, Tony has, I'm not going to say what his like job title is, but he has a huge job at a, at one of the largest companies in the world. Yep. Um, you know, he works with us. Scott obviously came over from, selling multi-million dollar airplanes to take a chance on this company and like what we do in my vision. And, you know, David right now as well, like he just, he lo- he does so much of the back end stuff for us. He just loves working, loves like putting himself out there and expanding himself. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's another thing we're all about. We're also open-minded, like no's not really an answer. No's just a pivot. 
Yeah. Like no doesn't mean it's dead. No means there's another direction. Yep. And like we yep. all relate on that. So the history of Team Haley is, you know, Steven came on. We were doing about six, seven K a month. And um, I mean, yeah, our average months are anywhere from 120 to 130K just from Team Haley. Mm-hmm. No, I don't make that much money. I don't even fucking make close to that. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do. That's our average month on Team Haley. We have a seven figure business just from online coaching. How the fuck did that happen? Because no one else is doing that. Well, let me tell you something. When you service your customers better than everybody else, when you set out to educate people, inspire people, and make something, make people feel something when they fucking talk to you, there's great power in that. When you're a really good human being, when you only put out good and you don't put out bullshit and negativity and deal with the bottom feeders that try to bring you down, really good things happen. Yeah. When your only mindset is growth and 90% of you listen to this who think you have a growth mindset, don't have a growth mindset at all because you let fucking distractions of bullshit get in your way. When your mindset is fucking growth, guess what you do? You grow. And every single person on this team, the core five and all of my assistant coaches, we all have a growth mindset. There's not fucking negativity on my team. Mm-hmm. Like when's the last time you heard anyone from my staff, like implementing negativity It never happens. It, no. It's only forward momentum, yeah. and forward movement. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all we fucking do. Now that doesn't mean there's not stress. That doesn't there's mean, not some anxiety. Uh, yeah. There's not stress. Cause I push everyone to their brain and they push me to my fucking brain. Yeah. But we also, we have this huge fucking vision yep. and this vision is dude, the fitness industry. When I got into it fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's pretty good. Yeah. And I feel like, and again, you know, we talked about this, this mm-hmm. might be very egocentric of me, but I don't care. People who are longtime followers will probably agree with this. I feel like I've had a huge part in making this industry better. I mean, only been with you for almost a year now. Yeah, I would definitely, you, you, see, I could just see it. Yeah. You've like yeah. seen how like, oh shit, people kind of rise to this level. Yeah. I got into this shit. You know, I got into this shit because honestly, straight the fuck up. It's not like I was, I'm not saying I was fucking suicidal. I'm not saying anything like that, but I would have much rather died than be living the life I was living. Mm-hmm. And then I found fitness and mm-hmm. I found bodybuilding. And you know what? I want to give that to other people. Yeah. I And that's what I try to do. I want to show people that, The physical growth is really fucking cool, but the mental growth that comes from this, the challenges you feel like you can overcome the Mm -hmm. spiritual growth and how connected your mental, spiritual and physical all become is so fucking beautiful that I truly believe. And I know Scott truly believes there's nothing we can't do. Mm -hmm. We could start a lawn, a lawn care company tomorrow. And I believe we turn into a seven figure lawn care company. We could start a plumbing company. We could start our own fucking airplane company. And I bet you we'd fucking find a way to make that shit huge. That one's going to be hard. <laughs> That's expensive. So we're going to need a couple <laughs> loans. Tony, Tony, yeah, Tony, if you're Tony. listening to this, Justin's got an idea, apparently. <laughs> There's not a single business that we could take over that wouldn't earn more than seven figures. Mm-hmm. And across all Mahaley LLC businesses, we're well on our way of eight figures. So if you don't know who I am, that's who I am. We have the numbers to prove it. We have the impact to prove it. We have the systems in place to prove, Hey, we know what the fuck we're doing. Mm-hmm. And all these people are fucking clowns. You know how, you know how business coaches make six figures. They make six figures off of being a fucking business coach. They make six figures off of scamming and manipulating you into believing that they actually have these fucking magical answers when most of them were actually really fucking broken. All they are is glorified and motivational speakers. Look, here's what they're, here's what they do. They market you. They have a camera. They have that, yep. the Sony camera. Yep. It's a nice quality camera. So they, they first market you and they, you think, oh, they have good quality. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Then they feed you some Facebook ads. 
Yep. Because you're interested. Yep. Then they try to fear monger you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you know you could do this? Hey, did you know you could do this? Are you into this? Whatever it is. How are you going to feel six months from now if you knew you can make $40,000 a month? Let me show you my phone and my Shopify account. Yeah. And let me show you I made 40 G's this month. Yeah. Selling socks. Yeah. Or something. Hey, you guys Google um, large Shopify accounts and tell me what comes up. Most of these people never actually built that. So Continue. they'll do that and then they'll sign you on. Yeah. They'll give you the information. Yeah. You'll ask them some questions. They might give you, they'll put you in a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. They have an assistant that helps you out. And then when you want a refund, you'll never get refunded. Then you never hear from them again. You know what most of them do? Most of them hire the real ones. The Pedro mm-hmm. school again, who I couldn't remember his name the other yeah, day. Yeah. The Ed Milet. Yep. The most of them hire those people. Amanda Bucci. Yep. And then they just refurbish their information. Yeah. There's people in Austin. <laughs> coaches do that. Like co- coaches online, do that. Online coaches yeah, yeah. Do online that. coaches do that. There's people in Austin who, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, but we haven't talked about it off there. There's people in Austin who were with Amanda Bucci like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they were done there, they started business coaching. So you I, know what I did one day? You I know feel what like I did that's one day? very popular in the body online fitness yeah. coaching space. You know what I did one day? What? Or I'm sorry. They, they started business coaching. Did yeah, I say yeah, fitness yeah. coaching? Oh, no, no, my, no, no, my, my, I'm just saying, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's very popular. It's very popular. Yeah. So one day, because I was like, man, how's Amanda not seeing this? Yeah. She like, has to. Amanda has to be seeing this. So I went to like her following and followers mm-hmm. and they weren't on there. Mm. And then like I reaffirmed it on their page. They blocked her. Oh, they did yeah. completely. Yeah, they blocked yeah. her from Instagram. So they would, she wouldn't. So she see. wouldn't see. I mean, there's nothing, you know, I, they they know that she won't fucking remember who they are. Yeah, but there's nothing she can do about it. No, no, no. That that's the thing. There's nothing they can do about. It, but you just refurbish these people's things. Like, yeah, Amanda Bucci scaled my business hugely. Dude, if you have a business coach, there's probably a ten, a group of ten people. Yeah. And it came from yeah. one of them. Yeah. And it came from one of them and they're yeah. just literally reiterating their thoughts. Yeah. That's disgusting to me. Yeah. That's absolutely repulsive. That'd be like me just taking Matt's full plan to send his other people. A hundred percent. Or like, that'd be like one of my trainers. Dude, that, I feel like that was an issue with bodybuilding.com back when it was yeah. more of a forum. Yeah. It's like people would go on there, yep. get those free Arnold programs yep. or whatever, repurpose them, change the name, sell yep. them. And sell them. You're 100% right. They, they that's, that's literally what people were doing. That's yeah. the exact thing business coaches are doing. I'm so disgusted by this whole fitness business coaching industry you know why they attack fitness maybe you came up with an answer in your head because that wasn't a rhetorical question i want you to think about it you know why do you know why they attack fitness Mm -mm. because personal trainers are some of the least savvy folks (laughs) you will ever meet in your life Mm -hmm. i don't know why I, don't, I truly don't know why that is, Dude, you, but they, I, I think I know why we were just talking about this out there with Savannah. I think I know why Why you said in the podcast a while back, you said I could lift some weights. Yeah. I mean, I already look like a lift weights, yeah. lift weights. Yeah. I could lift some weights, learn some things. Yeah. Be a coach. You're right. You're right. You know, it's the easiest barrier to entry. Dude, I mean, it, it is. It's the easiest ha- barrier. You don't need a Harvard no, education. No. You don't even need a college no. education. You need to lift some weights yeah. and then you go, wow, I ate some chicken. Yeah. I ate some, drank some protein shakes. And now you look like you know what you're talking about. And now I look good. When there's no substance to, to the yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. So they attack fitness trainers. Why aren't they doing business coaching for folks outside fitness? We can. 
me and Scott and Steven and Tony and David can take over any business in any industry and make it way better. I truly believe that Mm -hmm. if Jeff Bezos calls us saying, Hey, like I want you guys to run Amazon for two months. I truly would feel extremely confident. I I wouldn't even be stressed about it. I I truly wouldn't. If I get asked, I got to figure it out. Yeah. 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 Like we're going to figure out a way to make that work, but we have these principles that apply to our business that literally go everywhere. Yeah. Like across the whole fucking board. So these people are literally just scamming you. They're telling you, they're telling you they're able to do something. The only time they've ever made six figures in their life is from telling you and, you know, 15 other people that they can expand your business and they know how to help you and they have all the answers and, you know, X, Y, Z. When all it really is, is motivational talk. All it really is, is organization and structure, teaching organization and structure. Um, You know, all it really is, is teaching people how to do phone calls. Mm -hmm. Do you really need to? pay for like i mean i feel like i came out the womb just understanding certain things like <laughs> like i feel like just being a fucking human yeah like there's certain things i understand like you God. know if i want to get more organized and i'm going to organize my things if i want to sell something on the phone then i'm like going to hop on the phone and i'm going to have a charismatic conversation mm-hmm. like i do with literally all of my clients i'm yeah. just going to like be myself and sell something if you want a business coach go work for a fortune 500 company oh my god that's for the one best year way. yeah that's like, what i did la fitness was mine for one year i worked for la fitness and i left there with this compilation of things I fucking hated and things I fucking loved yeah. of how they run their business. That's the best business coach you can get. You're right. That's a great fucking point outside yeah. this podcast. I listen to this podcast first. Yeah. That's, <laughs> the podcast is free. So. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast is free. And you know, it's only going to take an hour of your time. Yep. So history mainly for LLC is we've become a multi seven figure company, um, not just one mill. We've done over one mill. The history of Team Haley is now we've added on the best by far, hands down. The best membership fitness site there is in the industry. Mm-hmm. That was a massive investment. We've created a game changing service for virtual personal training and hyperdrive we now have a hyperdrive gym i can't tell you guys about things that are coming next but you'll find out very soon well eh, probably four or five months we have all of these things coming and happening and what's what do you realize across the board here we go from team haley iron intellects hyperdrive what are some things that set these businesses apart Oh, fuck. Man, it's right fucking in front of you. They're all the best at what they fucking do. We didn't just settle and be like, yeah, you know what? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll be okay with our customer service. We, mm-hmm. we, you know, we have an okay foundation. Mm-hmm. Our knowledge is okay. Our energy is fine. Yeah. Like, no, fine gets you $100,000 a year. Yep. Team Mahaley Iron Intellects Hyperdrive changed the course of online fitness. Every single one of them. Why? I'm not really that fucking special. I mean, I have a pretty dope mentality, yeah. I think, but I'm not really like that. Like you wouldn't meet me and just think I was some like, like you wouldn't feel like you just met Albert Einstein by any stretch. Yeah. Like I'm a pretty smart dude. I'm pretty well versed dude. Decently practical. Sometimes I'm not the most realistic f- person to be around, but it's not, nothing that fucking special. Dude, so one thing I think that's very, very, very important Yeah, is that. I mean, how do I word this? You have to believe you're the best no matter what. Yeah, that's the and, thing. And I don't care what anybody else is going to say. Yeah. Because I bet you're saying you're the best, 
right? All the time. Oh, you I, never think stop. I think I'm the best you, everywhere. And you think, and you think you're and I truly in your it. blood, you, your bones, you believe you're when the best. I wake up in the morning, I literally, I'm not fucking kidding you, Scott. Yeah. I literally think, man, I am the fucking shit. Okay. So that mindset right yeah. there is super important yeah. to this kind of growth because other people are going to say you're not the best. Exactly. Whether you are or, or not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It matters. Um, <laughs> point proven <laughs> point proven yeah it matters that you're telling yourself you're the best and you work for it and you hold that title in yourself yeah i guess i don't even like really like think about like the power of it anymore and i guess it is a very narcissistic way to be but every single so. thing i do in the during the day i truly just believe, like no one's Dude, doing this i don't i don't me. think so like i tell savannah all the time it sounds really cocky but yeah. i'm pretty much right 99 percent of the time yeah yeah i mean fuck when's the last time i was inherently wrong and if we are wrong you just become right yeah, exactly after you figure it out exactly you become right after you figure it out and I, I think most people um you know listening to this is going to understand that's not an egocentric way that's how we operate yeah that's we truly believe like i don't remember last time scott was wrong about something i don't fucking i don't fucking remember yeah. when it was you know like you never really steered me fucking wrong and we've worked together literally every fucking day yeah so that, that's that's a very good point that um God, I guess I just didn't even realize it. You're just delusional. But the now. first, yeah, yeah, truly. <laughs> the, like we talked about in that success podcast, there's yeah. an element of delusion with yeah, any yeah, successful yeah. person. No, I truly, I just believe I'm the I best. mean, Bezos totally believes Amazon. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Amazon's the fucking best. Yeah. But Bezos believes it. And yeah. he said when he was in the garage in that photo, yeah. he believed it. He, he believed it. You're right. So, what are the pillars of a successful business from a business perspective? I talked about this on my Instagram story last night. I got tons of interaction. So, I was like, you know what, Scott? Today, we're going to talk about business coaching. Number one, customer service. If that's that's not your number one. And there are so, so, so many people who off the top of my head, I'm going to say, man, your business would multiply twofold if you just had better customer service. Yeah. Customer service is number one, period. Always. End of discussion. There's any if business, anyone any debates business. that they've never run a successful business. Any business. I don't care how any big business, the company is, industry. how small it is. Amazon's customer service. A one. Dude, Textron was the best airplane company because of yeah. their customer service. Because of the customer service. Yeah. Customer wants something. They get that. Yep. The vision. We, I mean, Scott and I've touched on vision so much. I'm not sure how much we have to talk on it, but for people who are just here for the first time, you know, finding us through whatever airwave you found us through vision is extremely important here. You have to have a strong vision. That's a little bit crazy, mm -hmm. a little bit far-fetched, mm -hmm. but as long, like Scott said, as long as you fucking believe that vision, other mm -hmm. people are going to fall in line and believe that vision. So that vision, it has to make sense. Has mm -hmm. to, from a practicality standpoint, it has to make some sort of sense. Has to. Well, in my head, also, there's a little bit of financial sense that has yeah. to. Yeah, you know, yeah, th there is some. Financial don't put yourself sense in a hole. Make, yeah, yeah, don't put yourself in this massive hole over just like trying to expand, thinking that that's going to get you know that that is just going to work itself out. Yeah. Um. So the vision is huge. You have to have a clear and concise vision of exactly what you want to do, what you are trying to accomplish, how you want people to help you accomplish that, where your strengths and weaknesses are. That's very important. I'm going to touch mm -hmm. on it here a little bit. Your strength, understanding your strengths and weaknesses as a business owner is absolutely huge. And you have to have a vision of the exact way you are going to get there. Now, this vision is ever changing. And honestly, even with me, still, it changes every single day, very slightly. You can't just like have one set vision and just believe it. And it's okay to be to, true. It's okay to change. It's I okay think. to change. Fuck, dude. My initial vision compared to the current vision, like, wasn't even close. Yeah. My vision from a month ago before the hyperdrive gym came oh, into yeah. play to sure. now is not even close. Yeah. Like, that pivot was, you know, it, it changed huge. everything. Yeah. You have to have an extremely strong foundation like the core five, like my assistant coaches. And you might be sitting there, you know, you're someone who, well, if you're a personal business, you do three or four thousand a month. Well, I can't afford a foundation. Yes, you can. 
You can afford a foundation. You can find people who will invest a little bit of time into you for very little in return. Someone who believes in the vision, someone who values customer service, they will join your team and support the foundation of your team. Um, whether this is a romantic partner, a best friend, someone you meet at, you know, getting coffee the next day, there's people willing to fucking help. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many people do we help for free? Like just, just giving them some advice. Yeah. Like there's people That's that how I started. My absolutely. buddies give me advice for free. Absolutely. Yeah. And so don't think that you just like can't afford something because that's not necessarily true. You have to have an extremely strong foundation, but when you are by yourself, you need to always be working on filling in those cracks. We all have a lot of weaknesses. You better be working on. There's them. a really important book that I read. Uh, it's called slicing pie. Yeah. It's about who, how do you hire yeah. without any money? Ooh. And it's slicing a piece of your company's pie. Ooh. I'm going to give you a certain percentage yeah. because I can't afford to pay you right now. Yeah. Or maybe you want a certain percentage of the entire company. Maybe we work well together. I don't know. Yeah. That's a really good concept. And that's did, something it, to did that book tell you like a popular percentage? It's up to the person. Quite yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the risk. I feel like you'd have to come to respectful terms. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is one like, what am I bringing to team Haley? Yeah. And what is that worth to you? Yeah. That's the conversation you have to have. And it has to be open and honest Yep. because at that point, your partners at some level. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I love that. What's mm -hmm. that book called again? Slicing pie. Slicing pie. Yeah. Well, I would definitely check that out for you guys. Um, knowledge and experience are the last two. So customer service, vision, foundation, knowledge, experience, your knowledge should always be developing. You should never stop learning. I read every single, I read everything I get my hands on. My entire Twitter, Instagram feed is full of just knowledge of smart people, of people providing different perspectives mm -hmm. than maybe what I hold, because if you can understand all spectrums of a perspective, then I, or of, of a thought or an opinion, then I believe that you're going to be extremely well-versed and you're going to be able to go very far. Um, and experience, like you have to have time. Um, you really have to have time in the industry. And I mean, just the other day we heard of a business coach opening up who like, has, has she even done this a year? I mean, it's been slightly over a year mm. and it's like, yeah, like, you you know you cranked out probably 150k yeah you know in that year and that's dope and stuff but like that's not experience like fuck dude if i go back like if i go back seven years ago and think about where my initial thoughts were with business compared to now oh yeah. my god like i know nothing there's one very important thing to remember is that business coaching is a business yeah yeah business they're there to make business. money they're, yeah their their entire purpose is to make money they it doesn't really like you need client results just like online coaching yeah but like if you get 30 people in your business coaching thing and three of them get results that's the only marketing you need it's like they're not really that invested into you because they know that one of you they're going to be able to inspire mm -hmm. and you know they're going to make you feel very invested oh yeah they're good I mean, salespeople. they're great salespeople. Yeah. they're very manipulative commonly yeah. as well so. there's also like there's really good business coaches oh like, dude I hope, that, I, yeah, I hope I, people, I, I don't know if we like clarified this. I don't yeah. want to, you know, mess up the flow of this right now, yeah. but there are business coaches, great, great business coaches. Yeah. We know if someone, I believe we both know someone who's trying to get into that space, yeah. but they've built a large business yeah, and they know what they're doing. Yeah. That's who you want to learn from. The, I mean, the, the, the two people that I always kind of point to is Jordan Duggar and, uh, and, uh, Jason Phillips, yep. like they're both phenomenal. I mean, Jordan's helped me with my business mm -hmm. so much. Jason Phillips just has 
proven results after proven results after proven results. And I, you know, I follow his stuff. I talk to him and he's a passionate fucking dude. Yeah. And you know, you can't fake passion. Mm -hmm. you, you like passion. You have it or don't you can fake energy. You can fake a mentality. You can mm -hmm. fake care, but you can't fake passion. Yeah. And passion is really easy to, you know, see through. Yeah. But I think when you're a passionate person, it's easy to see through. And I, I think that's what bothers me. Most of these business coaches, like, man, the amount of work you put in to just fucking appear like you're passionate when you're promoting this shit is so fucking disgusting. Like, Anyone intelligent can see right through the shit. Yeah. Like you're, why are you crying? Why are you crying to promote business coaching? Oh, the <laughs> fuck out. I don't know. That's the test. Shut the fuck up. Dude. I don't know. Like, uh, like honestly, I have, I have no more words than what you just heard. Jesus said, so. Christ. Like some of you just are fucking embarrassing. Honestly, <sighs> anyway, customer service, vision, foundation, knowledge, experience. If you have these five things from a business perspective, if those five pillars hold true and stand very firm and very strong. Guess what? You're going to have a really successful business. You are. So if your business is not successful right now, it's because you're lacking one or multiple of the five. If or you fix that time. Time kind of goes into experience. So don't you think? Some uh, just take. No, no, actually, no. you know what? I no. think you're right. Time. Yeah, time how, is different than experience. How, how long have you been doing this? Yeah, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. If you would have stopped at year three, would you be here? Fuck no. Exactly. Fuck no. Time. Because when I was talking about experience, I was talking more so experience within that craft. That's not necessarily experience of running the business. This experience in that craft. It's your commitment so, to the time. Yeah. And again, in. I always reference it. And if you listen to all of our podcasts, this is the third time you've heard me reference it. And we're only on episode 18. Um, it's, it's the meme of the miner mm -hmm. and the miner at the top is walking away. He gave up, he pitched in and he was just a few hits away from the gold mm -hmm. and the miner at the bottom still going away. And he's just a few hits away from the gold. And he's going to get that gold. Literally entrepreneurship's the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Like my, my mom, my mom was sending me money still when I was fucking 24 years old just to fucking make it. And now yeah. I'm about to turn 27 next month. And I mean, fuck mom, if you need money, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> <have> turn. Yeah. <laughs> no, my mom's extremely successful in her own right now at this point. And which, she's not, she's trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she's cool. an entrepreneur as well. She owns an olive oil company. That's really fucking awesome. And it's, it's real good. olive oil. Like, yeah. when you, you know, when you go to the store, most olive oil you get from the stores, like only like 15, 20% olive yeah. oil. Yeah. Like her shit straight from fucking Italy fam It's straight from the fucking olive. Like yeah. they, they just took the olives and they squeeze them and they send it to my mom. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, that's really cool. But, you know, my, my mom's also, um, when, when my parents got divorced when I was 12, like, dude, my mom had nothing. Mm -hmm. Like I remember going grocery store shopping in my grandparents' basement mm -hmm. for what we were going to eat that, that week. Wow. Like I remember her just dropping my sister and I off at my grandparents' house for dinner. Cause like we didn't have cash for it. Wow. Like I remember my grandparents giving us money, lunch money. Yeah. And dude, like, oh man, I remember, uh, my grandparents paying for my uh, basketball shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause you know, once they got divorced, pops decided he didn't have any responsibilities anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, my mom is just trying to make it happen. Hustle. She, you know, she was working a full-time job. Um, at, uh, Macaulay Brown or MTC, one of those companies. And, uh, then she was getting off work and she was going into Macy's. Um, mm -hmm. it was around Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's the only way she could afford to give my sister and I Christmas is if she got the employee discount from Macy's. Mm. So she worked seasonal hours in Macy's and like four nights a week. You know, she was, I mean, she was making you know, her $6 an hour, her minimum wage, but she needed that 50% off to be able to give us Christmas. 
Dude, that's what my mom yeah. did for our college. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's nuts. She went to work at a, a small university locally. Oh, uh, so you get free tuition. And I was free tuition. Yeah. My stubborn ass decided not to do God it. God damn it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be here yeah. today without yeah. my decision. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very true. Hindsight's yeah. always twenty twenty too, sure. especially when you're talking about a 17-year-old. For sure, yeah. <laughs> um, it, so, you know, I, I guess the one thing that, you know, I do have is, man, my family fucking hustles. My grandparents... My, both my grandpas and my mom, they're fucking hustlers. And I guess I got all that too. So pillars of a successful business owner. Number one. And I, I mean, this one's by far number one passion. Passion gets you so fucking far. When, when I talk to my clients, they know, they, they know what's up. My clients understand. I hold myself to a level that my clients have to try to care about their progress and their results more than I do. Mm-hmm. Like they understand when they come on board that they're with someone who's highly invested in their well-being. Whether you're a general health client, whether you're a client who wants to compete on stage at the Olympia, it does not matter. Don't let me out care you for you. Mm-hmm. Passion doesn't fucking lie. It doesn't fucking die. Passion is a variable that is constant. And every single morning I wake up to respond to client check-ins, I get so fucking amped. Like I get fucking pumped up, dude. Like that is my fucking shit. And my clients understand. My clients know that I love going through every single check and I love problem solving. I love being able to configure how to get their mentality from here to there, how to get their physique from here to there. I love being able to fucking understand what buttons to push. I love being able to further my education through clients who are going through a tough period. I love being able to help my clients assess their blood work and assess how to fix things. I love the problem solving that fucking comes with coaching that shit drives me dude it fucking drives me nuts like i'm i got fucking chills talking about this shit because it fucking man it pisses me off how much i love that shit <laughs> like i love it so much dude. i just i obsess over that shit and you can't fake that clients know that prospective clients know that people understand that how the fuck you think this brand was built i didn't just start posting hashtag team Mahaley and shit just <laughs> like started happening no it's because i gave every single one of my clients my complete fucking all dude you know what's interesting is the amount of clients that leave for a cheaper option and come back. Really? And it's they they we're every single it. time. We're seeing that with Savannah right now. Yeah. 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 Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. And I know exactly who you're talking about. And every single time. It's like like whenever a client like leaves for financial reasons, you know, they'll tell me like that, like I have to take a cheaper approach here. Like I really don't want yeah. blah blah they always come back. And I mean, like, man, if you're used to driving a Ferrari and you yeah. go to a Toyota Corolla, exactly. You're probably going to want to go there, back to there's the Ferrari. A huge difference between the two. Yeah. And, you know, I pride myself on that. I pride myself on, you know, being able to serve people in that manner and in that way. And, um, the, the, the passion doesn't fucking lie and passion doesn't die. Energy is number two. You can be passionate as fuck. And I've met some passionate as fuck trainers who just have awful energy. Like people just don't want to fucking be around. Mm. Like, You have to be able to charge your client's battery up every time you speak to them. You can never drain it. You have to fucking charge it. And, you know, there's a fine line between charging that battery and coaching as well. And, you know, I feel like I've had it completely mastered. I never belittle people. If you have a shit fucking check in, you don't get belittled. Yeah. We just talk about how to assess and adjust and adapt from there. Cause there's an answer to everything. Mm -hmm. If you're not being compliant with what the protocol is, we have an answer. Yeah. I just, we need to find the answer yeah. and it's going to take some effort to find the answer. So we have an answer there. It's up to me to give my energy 
and my perspective to them in order for us to problem solve. It's up to me to give my energy and positive affirmation to folks who are struggling. It's up to me to when clients are riding that high, I keep giving them a little boost of my energy to keep them up there and keep them going. Be a fucking positive source of energy. Don't drain people's batteries. Mentality. Mentality is one of my favorites. Um, I always say I get impressed when people reach out to me. Mm-hmm. because they know my mentality. You've probably listened to the podcast. You've seen the Instagram. I'm a fucking killer. Mm-hmm. I just want to win, dude. I literally like an ideal scenario for me. You know what I wish bodybuilding shows were like? Mm. I wish the winner of a bodybuilding show got to step on everyone's throat. Literally. <laughs> that they just beat. Like I'm the king. Here's my fucking trophy. Jesus. I get to now lay down. Let me step on your fucking throat. That's just how I feel. I yeah. mean, like yeah. that's like, look at the fucking NFL. Yeah. The NFL every fucking Sunday when fucking, you know, well now, yeah, I, I guess yeah, they I get to beat say, the shit out of each other. We, we just watched the Patriots uh, Falcons Super Bowl. The Falcons were up 28, three. Yeah. And I'm just watching Tom Brady, Tom Brady, they, the Patriots came back and won. They were 28, three, like deep in the third quarter. Yeah. The Patriots came yeah. back and won that Super Bowl. Yep. And I'm just watching Tom Brady just playing fucking pitch and catch. He's a hundred miles ahead of the Falcons entire organization, the entire state of Georgia. And after every single play, like it got 28, 10 and the Patriots got the ball back and you knew mm-hmm. it's like, Oh fuck. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, they saw an eight, they saw a three possession cushion. And like after these plays, the Falcons defenders were getting slow to get up. Dude, I mean, we're watching the Jordan documentary. We're watching the Jordan documentary. We're watching yeah. the Jordan documentary and Jordan's making these plays, making these shots. And after these fucking plays, the players were looking over to the sideline, just like well, they don't know what the fuck the to coach, do. The coach said what it was game two. And yeah. he goes, everybody realized Jordan was the best person on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like by far. Yeah. And, and like, we're what like the, the body language of the people in that, uh, of the, the Falcons players or of the players playing Jordan, mm-hmm. like you can't even hide it. Like you're, you are so defeated mentally by this person. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're fucking, you know, you're playing flick football and they're playing chess over here. Dude. And I truly think that like, and I'm, I'm only bringing this up again because it's kind of what's helping me yeah. right now. Cause I'm in the early stages, you know, you're, you're well in yeah. your entrepreneurship. I'm in the early stages and it's like, just undoubtedly you just believe yeah. that you are amazing. Dude, the belief is so big. Like that, that pushes your passion further. That these guys your- never think they're down. Yeah. They never think they're out. The score literally said 28-3 and Brady feels like he's playing a 0-0 zero, zero game. Yeah. Like it is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And so the mentality of a coach, like I bring those people up and like I said when we talked about Kobe, when we talked about Brady, I'm not on that level. Yeah. Like I, I'm not on that level and I'm not there at all, but I'm a I'm a watered down version of that. You still believe like, you're the best? Oh my God. <laughs> like, I, mean, I believe I'm the best. I believe my clients are the best. I yeah. believe in every single thing that we do. I believe yeah. the direction that we're headed is appropriate. I yeah. believe my ability to read my clients is fantastic. I, be- I believe the ability to read the market's fantastic. So the mentality of a business owner, yeah, you really need to believe in yourself. Like Scott touched on it earlier. We're touching on it here again. I cannot reiterate enough. If you think someone's better than you, then you're not doing this shit right. Well, then like that person you, is I, hypothetically stepping on your throat. Yeah, that person's hypothetically stepping on your throat. So like Brady's literally stepping on these people's throats and you're allowing someone to just hypothetically step on your throat and, and beat you. I mean, B 
be you. So every single person you're deciding for them. You're yeah. Yeah. You're deciding for them. They're better. Yeah. So every single person, I know I have a ton of, of clients who listen to this, like think you're fucking better than me. Think you can run a better business than me. You fucking better. You really, that's why I love Mark. Oh, you yeah. know, Mark Dominic yeah. and I, like he's one of my closest fucking friends. Yeah. And you know what, man, we fuck around about all the time. We talk about all the time. And he goes like, I, I want to build what you've built. Or, or, you know, he'll say that. Yep. And I said, and I'll be like, but what do you really want? And he's like, dude, I want to kick your ass so bad. Dude, I, 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 I want think to beat what you've built so I think bad. Mark's a shark. I think he's got oh, Mark's a shark. We're going to yeah. see this little like exponential curve happen. Oh, dude. I mean, it's happening. We're yeah. in it right now. Like yeah. where he was when he and I hopped on that phone call back in last July to now. Yeah. Dude, it's a hundred. We're on the upward trend of that hockey stick. Yeah. 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 yeah we really are. And, you know, he's taking off. But Mark, you're not going to catch me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> care. You have to fucking care so deeply and firmly about not just your clientele, but your craft and what you do. We talked about, I set out to change the industry. I believe I've changed the industry. That's not out of ego. That's out of how fucking much I care about this shit. Like this is my whole life and everything about me revolves around this fucking shit. I love it. I obsess it. I live it. I breathe it. There's no off time Mm -hmm. for this shit. I go to a fucking Alice in Wonderland concert and I roll my dick off and I'm literally thinking about fitness. Mm -hmm. I'm literally thinking about my job. I'm literally thinking about how I can fucking be better. Like I'm having this spiritual experience surrounded by all these people who are tripping their balls. And I'm just over here like, man, how can my business be better? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I literally don't stop thinking about it. Dude, for me, it's like I'm in the gym and Savannah or like Megan will ask me, what's wrong with you today? I'm like, (laughs) I've just been thinking about business. You don't understand. I'm just thinking, how can I be better? I'm trying to train and think at the same time. Yeah. trying to balance too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's, that's a tough place to be. I've noticed the last two days for me it's been easy to turn it off. I like yeah. being back in the gym, like yeah, yeah, being yeah. back in the it's, it's fresh. been easy like yeah, it's been easy like pivot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, the business definitely interferes with my training sessions. Yeah. And you just you just care so fucking much about yeah. like Everything we're doing for our clients, first and foremost, everything we're doing for our employees, secondly, and everything we're doing for the people that support us who like might not be paying clients of Team Mahaley. Like, dude, we just want it to all be fucking right, dude. Like, we just really want it to all be right. And like, man, I stress about it so fucking much. You know, I I just texted Matt, you know, Matt and I were texting a little bit Mm -hmm. about this before this about business stuff. And I texted him and I was like, I said it perfectly. I was like, you know, my, my core five is fucking amazing. Again, the core five reference who I talked to for uh, prior, I was like, my name's on everything, but without them, I'm like, there's nothing like there's nothing that fucking happens. It's just like, my name happens to be on it. Cause like, that's kind of where things fell in line six years, six and a half years going to start the LLC is like, that's just where it was. And the, the, the the care of everyone that I'm surrounded by from the, from the clients to the staff, to the core five is just fucking insane. Mm -hmm. It's just fucking ridiculous. It's, we're all on the same page there. Empathy. The owner has to be empathetic. You have to have empathy towards first and foremost, your clientele, secondly, your employees and, 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 you know, anyone who embodies your staff. And thirdly, I mean, I still have empathy towards like, again, people who aren't even on the team, people mm-hmm. who I just know support from afar. Oh yeah. Like I have tons of empathy towards them. You have to be able to relate, connect, understand people. So many bodybuilding coaches try to like be a robot. And I'm like, dude, you're so disgusting. <laughs> like, why are you trying to like, just be a human? Yeah. Like, just, just be a person. Like, yeah. th- I think, I think like how weak their egos are 
it, like they just try overcompensating through it, like okay. by being a drill sergeant. Sure. Like there's just not a lot of comfort in who they are. But what's interesting to me is like, I mean, Matt's by far the best coach I've ever worked with. Yeah. And he's by far the most empathetic coach I've ever Interesting. worked with. Okay. And I've worked, you know, I've worked with coaches who, I mean, every coach I've worked with has had someone place top two in the Olympia. Yeah. Or so like win an Olympia too. Mm-hmm. And like Matt's by far most sympathetic mm-hmm. by fucking far. Matt's also the best. Yeah. They go hand in hand. They really fucking do. So players have a successful business from an owner perspective, passion, energy, mentality, care, empathy. Have you guys taken notes on this? Cause literally this is all you need to run a business. Yes. It is that fucking simple. No, most of you will not put the work in to actually do it. Cause let's talk about that component. Oh God. <laughs> That's my favorite part. So how many of you are cool with, mm, 18 hour work days, day after day, after day, after day, after day, after day, 15, 13, like a light days, 12 or 11. Sometimes you're not going to eat. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to forget to eat. You're going to definitely miss some meals. You're going to forget social gatherings. You're going to forget to like text your significant other back. You're not going to sleep much. Um, you're going to do this every day. There's Mm -hmm. weekends. What the fuck's a weekend? It's come to the point where, I mean, I know the COVID thing kind of doesn't help, but Days just start to oh, blend I together. I never know what time. You know, you yeah. know how I know what day it is based off of my clients who were checking in that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know okay. what days my clients yeah. check in. Yeah, and you know I do check ins like uh, I do check ins Monday through That's Thursday That's predominantly. Funny. Yeah, um, and yeah. So like I see whose name is on my phone in the morning. I'm like, oh hmm. shit, it's Wednesday. <laughs> so like tomorrow, I'm I'm anticipating when I wake up seeing certain names. Nice, isn't that funny? Um, so. All of this is like fine and well and dandy and jazzy and super cool. But like the thing that business coaches won't tell you because they've never done it themselves is, hey, you're not going to sleep. You're not going to drink. You're not going to have a social life. You're not going to eat much. Your partner's going to hate you far more than they love you. Um, all of these things culminate into, you know, after time, if you keep chipping away, like that theoretical meme that I always talk about uh, over time, it's going to pay off. So like, there's no balance here. There's mm-hmm. an extreme and that extreme is the pedal to the metal and your car's in sport mode and you're like revving the engine beyond the RPMs. It's actually even able to maintain. And you do that for six and a half years. And guess what happens? Really good things happen. So it's not going to be pretty. Of, no, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Your car's going to be falling apart. Your, part, your car's going to be falling the fuck apart. But then when you reach that end goal, you're going to be able to put it back together and have a way better car than you ever had before. So all of these things are fine, well, and dandy. And that's the shit that business coaches won't tell you because they've never done it themselves, but that's what it takes. No one who's ultimately successful has adequate sleep. Everyone who's ultimately successful understands elite time management and elite stress management. Mm -hmm. So if you're someone you have poor time management, I used to, then you're not going to be successful. If you're someone who can't fucking handle stress, oh my God, you have no shot at being successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I mean, Scott can vouch for that. You have no shot. Yeah. Is this whole fucking thing? Stress is on 10. Yeah. Like there's no higher rating for stress to go than fucking 10. Yeah. And so if you can't handle that, then you're probably not cut out to be ultimately successful. You're probably not cut out to have seven figure businesses, you know, in your name. Now, does that mean you can't build six figure businesses? No, dude, that's fucking awesome. But why does the figure matter? Because you get paid what you're worth. Your worth is exactly what you're you're worth to the world is what your pay subs are. Seven figure business. And that changes that changes a niche. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, no, it's not multi-billion. Yeah. But I mean, we're we're part of a of a business mm-hmm. that generates revenue that says 
we changed an industry and we impact people extremely deeply. Yeah. And you know how we got there? We like Steve and I have never until this year had financial goals. You know why we had financial goals this year? Because we're pivoting so many things outside of team Mahaley. Yeah. That's the only reason we set financial goals. Yeah. Because now we have other things that can make money in the background. Mm -hmm. And that's a really cool place to be. Mm -hmm. But we never had financial goals for coaching. That no, we we talked about hard. Yeah. It was just how can we impact further, read the market, understand the market, understand what people want. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you everything. I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit here. Let me tell you everything you need to know about marketing. Marketing is how you build trust. Marketing, you want educated consumers, right? You don't want fucking idiots. Okay. There's a lot of coaches out there who I can think of off the top of my head. And if you know you're one of their clients, you're listening to this, you're probably fucking not. There's a lot of coaches who are like their their clientele is idiots. Like they attracted mm-hmm. very dummied down individuals. Yeah. And that's exhausting. That's extremely fucking exhausting. I'm sure you've been there. Not oh, that, not that you were yeah, trying to dude. attract people of that stature, but yeah, you I, just had you, your price point was there. Like you were using Venmo, at LA Fitness, like all those things. Yeah, at yeah. LA Fitness, and yeah, when I was just a Venmo ash trainer, yeah. I had a lot of idiots. Yeah. I, I really did. And like that's not disrespect to those people. Yeah. Like some people are smarter than other people. That's sure. a fact. And sure. if you're offended by that, I wouldn't listen to Grow or Die podcast anyways because that's all we're about is facts. Marketing is about earning trust. Marketing is about showing your clients the type of client you want to work with. Marketing is about educating people. Marketing is about making people feel something. So you can have all your fancy little click funnels and your fancy little IG store videos and all these super cool snazzy things. None of those fucking matter to educated people. You know whose eyes glue to those is folks who you probably don't want to build a business with. Mm-hmm. People listen to our podcasts are really fucking intelligent consumers. Mm-hmm. You can't follow along with the shit we're saying if you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You do not want to fill your fucking spaces with people who are dummied down individuals, mm-hmm. the fancy schmancy marketing schemes and all that stuff. You dude, you don't need all that. Like when you're, when you're cranking a fuck ton of website traffic, a fuck ton of you, you just have a ridiculous amount of leverage. Then we can talk, mm-hmm. but you're just starting out and you have a click funnel. What, yeah, what, it, who's it going to? Literally, where's this going to? What's yeah. at the bottom of the funnel? I would love to know. Oh, you don't even oh, wait, know what's at your, the bottom. Your of the click funnel. funnel is seventy-five pages of bullshit. What the fuck? It literally is, yeah. dude. That blows my mind dude, every time. There was one, just, and I'll tell you this after the podcast. Yeah. There's one person who's using click funnels, and I was scrolling through it. Yeah. That shit took me ten minutes to get. Oh, through. I've seen them. Oh, I, I, I have seen minutes. those. Yeah, it's brutal. It's I, bad. Why do you need that? I know. I know for, for literally what, like, how do you have this much shit to spew on people? Yeah. No, we want quality clients and mm-hmm. we want quality individuals that have our fucking brand all over them. Mm-hmm. We don't want this fucking, we don't want shitty people, shitty individuals, unintelligent folks. No, my brand is built on fucking intelligence. Yeah. I'm going to educate you. You're going to pick it up. You're going to apply it. An educated client is a f- superior client. An educated client is a client that gets results faster than uneducated clients. Dude, those clients so, are the, the, the clients you're talking about are the ones who ask for discount codes on something that's on sale. Oh my God. Yeah. They really <laughs> fucking do. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, that, like that, that's like, you don't I was want, trying to think of the demographic. You don't want those kind of people. Yeah. You truly don't. And so marketing, that's what you need to know about marketing. What do you need to do to earn trust? What do you need to do to appeal to the clientele you actually want 
to comprise your brand of, mm-hmm. not just the people who are going to pay. What do you want your message to be? How do you want your brand to be perceived? That's marketing. So let me tell you, the fucking Instagram bot ass trainers, the Instagram bot ass IG famous people, that shit's not marketing. That's making your brand look piss poor. Don't ever mistake the two. The the DM pod people, you guys do understand Instagram knows all of you guys are doing that. And as soon as you're out of that pod, your shit's going to fucking tank. Dude, it's the Instagram gratification that they it, all it want. Is. They all yeah. want to make a six. It, it, they're probably not in a six figure business. Maybe, maybe they yeah. are. Maybe they're going to seven. Yeah. They want it right away. They want it right now. But man, if you just play that, that passion that you're talking about, yeah. that teaching, um, just the, the, the overall culture. Yeah. That's what that sticks. Yeah. That's what stays. The, man, I love the word culture. Yeah. Yeah. I love the word culture because having a culture, if I ask you right now, what's your brand's culture? Can you tell me what it is? Mm. I know we have, a, I, I bet if you ask every single person on my staff and core five, what culture is, we all have a very what's similar the, answer. What's the one word for your culture? If you get some of your culture into one word, what is it? Oh, intensity. Yep. Yeah, everyone would say that. Yeah. Every single person would say that because it's not just intensity and training. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, maybe misconstrues he trains hard. Yeah. No, it's intensity and in how we attack life. It's intensity in our mentality and how we do and approach everything. It's fucking intense. We wake up intense. Mm-hmm. Like we wake up like a fucking king of the jungle, ready to roar, man, like straight the fuck up. That's really how we do. And that's how my clients are. And that's, you know, what I expect everyone to surround me to be able to do. Yep. So I just killed two birds with one stone marketing and clientele earn their trust. That's the biggest factor. Someone will never pay you if they don't trust you. Trust is very hard to earn and very easy to break. So it goes back to customer service or as a business owner, employee service in order to maintain that trust. Let's talk about delegation because this is a huge topic in Mahaley Fit LLC would never be where it is without delegation. So originally Scott came on because um, I don't know how to fucking do anything in terms of video editing and pictures and photos and all that stuff. I have no fucking clue, nor do I want to know how to do it. Steven came on because I didn't know how to build a business like the, like the website, the POS systems, the integrations with, I didn't know how to do all of that stuff. So these people, you know, and Tony came on for the financials. David came on to reach, you know, mostly talk to a lot of the sponsorship companies, take care of a lot of the sponsorship companies, clean up a lot of the email. David's tasks. great at the relationship. Relationships, dude, the professional was, relationships, yeah. all of the professional yeah. relationships. Like, I my work was too busy to maintain them, so he has to maintain them. Yeah, and he's like the front of that. So, what did we do? We took things that number one, I wasn't good at, number two, that I didn't have interest in, I, I wasn't able to have interest in, and three things that I just was not able to do. And we handed all of those things off to other people. So now they're all off of my plate, and other people that's their specialty. Mm-hmm. Scott's strength, Steven's strength. Tony's strength, David's strength. We're playing to all of their strengths. It's literally, I've said this analogy before. I always run, I, I, I view this as running a large football, pro, a, an elite football program. Mm-hmm. There's the top and the top has weaknesses right underneath the top is people who fill in those weaknesses and right underneath all those people filling in those weaknesses is all the support. Yep. And underneath the support is the actual players or the clientele. Mm-hmm. 
and that's exactly how Team Mahaley is set up. That's, or that's how Mahaley for LLC across the board is set up. So delegation is a masterful tool. And what was that? That, that book was called Slicing the Pie? Slicing Pie. Yeah, Slicing Pie. Um, I would highly recommend reading that book. Scott said it was pretty fun good. So Scott said it was it's good short. and it must be good. Oh, man, it's short. Yeah, it's not Dude, that bad. Great perk. Yep. No one wants 400 page books. No, it's a short, small book. Nobody wants that. You know, the other day I told Megan I want to have a, uh, I want a documentary on me. Yeah. Were you here? Yeah, I got my work cut out for me. Yeah, I told Megan, I was like, I want to document it. That's, that's part of the, um, oh, like we're all a little bit crazy. We're yeah, all, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not delusional. always realistic. Yeah, we're yeah. all delusional. Yeah. Like, no, I just want a documentary for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Since you mentioned that's Slicing funny. Pie, there's two books. Yeah. Slicing Pie and The Lean Startup. Okay. Because Steven and I talked oh, about Oh, yeah, The Lean Startup. Um, Jordan's read that before and he actually had me start reading it. And then um, very, I, lost very important. I, I, I lost that book somewhere along the way. It's oh, a great, I do remember enjoying it. It's a great book of talking about like Toyota. Okay. And how the Toyota manufacturing came about and how they did lean manufacturing. And that's how this whole thing of no shit concept started. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's really good. If you can, as long as you can like read that book and then think of yourself instead of Toyota, it's going to play out pretty well. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you make me want to pick up these books again. I've been reading some physiology books back over again. Yeah. I don't really need to. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop, dude. I'm just You're addicted like, to it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I'll reread it all over again. I mean, I'll reread Startup 10 times if I have to. Yeah, this is the fifth time I've read physiolo- the same physiology book. Yeah. I, yeah, I should probably put that. My uh, buddy recommended to me, it's the fucking, oh, the Startup Owner's Manual. Yeah. It's written in, in like from an engineer. Okay. That shit is hard as fuck to read. Oh no. So I got it and I was yeah. like, I'm ready to read this. Yeah. I read it the first chapter. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. You're like, it's gone <sighs> right it's, over my head. Oh, that's brutal. So I'm going to have to try to read that one. Yeah. An engineer teaching people how to run a startup probably is a tough, but uh, I bet if you read it and you understood it, you'd yeah. be successful. Yeah. You'd be really successful. Yeah. That's hilarious. Importance of structure. Everyone has to have a piece of it. You can't fit a square peg into a round hole. It's just not really going to work out. Every fit has to be picture perfect and everything that that we do has to be intent uh, intended towards that end vision. So the importance of structure here is absolutely huge. Um, there's a top, there's a middle and there's a bottom and the bottom in the middle doesn't mean it's below the top. It's, it's all even. It's just, that's how the structure works. Things flow from the top and they flow down to the middle and to the bottom. That, that terminology is a flat yeah. Organization. Yeah. So even though they're the, I, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. I was thinking about it when we were talking about this. You're the top. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't mean you're the dictator. No, no, not that means that, you know, you have the, you had the original vision, yeah. but your vision can shift because yeah. the flat organization yeah. allows you to willingly, and you're interested in hearing all aspects, everyone's aspect, everybody's yeah. opinion, everybody's interest, yeah. what they think is going to work because you never know who's going to have a good idea. I beg the staff for their input. Yeah, Like I, I beg the staff to give me like all of you, anything at all that you think could is an idea is something that could be beneficial. Cause like even a, an idea that will never get implemented could lead to an idea elsewhere and we've mm-hmm. seen that so much mm-hmm. we've had that happening so often here yeah that even that you know even the, these little ideas can really compile and turn into something bigger and every idea has an intent there's a place it came from yeah somewhere it sounded good mm-hmm. okay so the importance of structure is huge because like scott alluded to yes there's someone who runs the ship but 
the captain of the ship's not more important than the shipmates or, you know, the assistant captain or the co-captain or mm-hmm. it's not more important. He's not more important than, than anybody in that He's not ship. more important than the trash guy. I mean, shit, you don't yeah. want to be driving a boat if your, tra- if your boat smells like shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everyone has their duty. Everyone has their purpose. You have to have structure. And again, everyone's roles have to be very clear and concise. We struggled with that when we first expanded a little bit to the core five. Yeah. Remember that we, we, the people were overstepping each other's roles. Yeah. And we got on a call that one day. I remember I was in a drive through at P Terry's and I was just like, like everyone's muted. And I was just like, these are the roles. Mm-hmm. And now Steven, what do you think? Scott, what do you think? David, what do you think? Tony, what do you think? And we just like went down and like everyone like discussed and delegated. And then it's yeah. always, man, since then it's been super clear and concise. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the structure is absolutely fucking huge. Everyone has a role and their role has to play into the strength of which they possess and what they bring to the table. There's no way around that one. If you don't have structure, you don't have a foundation. If you don't have foundation, you don't have what it takes to have a successful business anyways, as that was one of my five pillars of running a successful business. How to sell. Number one, you got to teach someone how to fucking trust you. Huge variable here. You know what we do? Myself and Kelly Igo have the highest um, 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 uh, initial relation to sign up ratio on the team. And the you highest know, percentage. conversion rate. The conversion. Yeah. Okay. Why the fuck can I not think I'll of that say, word? I don't even know what you just described. Jesus Christ. <laughs> conversion rate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was really poor. Nice. Initial. That's why, that's why you Whatever. got to see all of yeah, us. Yeah, the core see, five. yeah, see, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. See, my weaknesses is uh, grammar, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what we do as soon as someone reaches out? We try to get on the phone with him ASAP. And why is this? Well, number one, we want to understand if they're a fit. Like, when someone reached out to me, I like, they're serious about signing up. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that it's like, you know, it's between all these people. It's like they reach out to me because they're ready to sign up. But just because they're ready to sign up doesn't mean I'm ready to take them. Mm-hmm. Like you truly have to embody what an elite individual embodies. And you have to prove that to me. I had a 38 minute phone consultation earlier today with a girl who signed up who uh, she, she's a really talented figure. She's going to be really good. And man, she just keep in her application. She showed me passion and, and, and our, her email responses, she was prompt and she showed me passion on the phone. She showed me passion. She showed me energy. She showed me she's good vibe. She has a positive outlook. She's ready to attack and go all in. Like I explained to anyone I get on the phone with them. I do. You better fucking be ready. Mm-hmm. Like. Dude, like, your your email from the hyperdrive outreach you saying you want some hyperdrive coaches yeah i read some of those yeah from the Did out you? of town people yeah and that wow wow that yeah. shit's fucking impactful yeah yeah i've gotten through man the passion I've is that through, crazy. Uh, man i've gotten through quite a few man i really need to get through them all um it's 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 wild huh yeah it's really fucking cool and like people understand they need to fucking show me this and 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 that's a huge thing i don't give a fuck if you just won the olympia Mm -hmm. i am not working with you if you have shit fucking energy if you're not a good human being if you're not someone who you benefit my life somehow some way if you send your check into me and i get anxious opening it we have a serious issue Mm -hmm. and we're probably not going to last much longer we're going to talk i'm going to give you a chance to fix it but dude there's way too many people vying for spots on this team. And there's way too many people on this team for me to just like allow someone to stress me out. Yeah. Like this is supposed to be mutually beneficial. Like this, co- this coach client relationship and man, like I have, a, I have a coach who's a really good friend of mine who's innocent. He puts up with some shit that I just never would. Oh, really? I just absolutely never fucking would. Yeah. And, but you know what? It's also, it's, it's, 
what do you put out? How do you present yourself? When people come out to me, they know this dude doesn't put up a bullshit. Yeah. Like he'll cut my ass real fucking quick. And oh, dude, that happens. Yeah. I, I cut people from my roster. Well, that's that, that, uh, that thought process, I guess. Yeah. Now I can't think of the word. Uh, <laughs> it's why you don't discount your coaching. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. That's the exact reason. Yeah. I never discredit myself for what I have built. I never discredit for myself for anything that, that we have here. If you come on my team, you adopt my mentality and you fit into the team in the culture here is so fucking strong that you don't have a choice, but to adopt this culture. You know what happens when you adopt the fucking culture of team Haley, all of a sudden, everything in your life just got way fucking better. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you just got promoted at work. All of a sudden your fucking relationships better. All of a sudden your sex life is better. All of a sudden you're healthier. All of a sudden you feel better about yourself everything elevates when you adopt a culture of fucking positivity of passion and of just non-ending fucking all in perfection 100 percent. when mm -hmm. you fucking adopt that oh my god dude it's amazing what happens mm -hmm. it really is fucking incredible so how do you sell you hop on the phone you get a feel for somebody if they match Dude, it's so easy. It's seamless. You feel like you've known this person forever and you have a good friend. If it doesn't match, you just tell them, look, man, I wish you the best. I don't think we're going to be a fit here. And that's mm -hmm. not anything personal with you because what I'm going to do is I'm going to reference you to some coaches that I believe you could be a fit with. Mm -hmm. And I used to have that a lot more. Okay. I think before the message and the general aura of Team Haley was as understood as it is now, I had that yeah. a lot more. Okay. Man, I've had to turn someone sense. away for a while. That would make sense. Yeah. God, at this point, she's like, we have so many media outlets that it's like, you have to know. Dude, I'm kind of in that stage right now yeah. with my business because yeah. like I do more than just Team Haley yeah. very scarcely now because it absorbs a lot of my time. Yeah. And ideally, I'd prefer to be all of my time. Yeah. But I do take some side projects, mainly real estate stuff. Yeah. And I find myself saying no yeah. so much more. Because they just don't align. Yeah. It's just like, like, is this really worth the time? And yeah. it's like money and time are not two things that correlate very directly with me. Like, no, my time's very precious. Yeah. It's far more precious than a dollar is. God, yeah. You say, we, you know, work 18 hours, 18 yeah. hours a day or 13 yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Depending on the day. Like. I still need a little bit of a break. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, dude, absolutely. you're not going to have any sanity at that. Absolutely. Point. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You're, you're spot on with that. So how do you sell you to trust? You earn your trust. Hop on the phone, build a relationship with these people. Like it's not just about point of sale. What do you do after the sale? Cause if you just try to blow someone's feet or blow someone's fucking socks off on the first consultation and then they sign up and then nothing, you know, you're kind of a deadbeat after that. Well, that's what's going to happen the next time the sale comes around. You're not going to fucking get it from that person because they're going to leave and find someone who's actually going to be passionate throughout the entire duration. You overpromised and underdelivered. Don't fucking be that. Yeah. <laughs> to be the exact opposite. You, you know what? You know what's funny? I used to believe in not promising anybody anything. Mm -hmm. And now I promise every single client results. You know why? Because I know that I'm going to get them results. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it goes back to the belief. I promise every single one of my clients. I, I don't promise. But then it them. goes into the experience. It, it does. Yeah. It does. Like, God damn, I've done this so long. Together. All you have to do is come in and give me a hundred percent. And we're yeah. going to see something happen here. It's fucking insane. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to see impeccable results. 
So it's interesting. I used to be like, man, if someone ever promises you something, run the other way. And I'm over here like, yeah, I promise you, I'm going to make you look fucking wild because seen you a, know what? I've seen so many of those Instagram posts yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And that's funny because now I'm over here like, yeah, I'm, I promise you, you're going to look fucking gnarly. Yep. And then what happens? They look fucking crazy. As long and they as they feel give. better. Yeah. But you have to give 100%. Yeah. And I, honestly, I don't know how you could like inquire with me like off of my Instagram and like not give up. Like Megan and I talk about that. Yeah. Like, how do you see these? client results so you don't give 100 percent. yeah oh my god i mean that's fucking nuts dude yeah that's absolutely nuts i know we're kind of bouncing up and down from this how to sell point we are yeah. but it all kind of is it, this it, it encompasses that th- point. this all connects like yeah. this all truly you have to continue earning that sell time after time after time after time after time with that client with your other clients with every single person you have to continue to harvest that sale and you have to continue earning that the most important client is the one that you already have the one that's right in front of you that's the only fucking client that matters i don't care if they're the lowest paying client on your roster i saw people on my roster paying 120 bucks a month because they've been with me for two and a half fucking years you know how they get treated they get treated the exact same way as someone who just signed up for a year at three thousand dollars does because you know fucking what when you're my client and when you're in my business you're showing me you believe in me and i'm going to show you how much more i believe in you and there's great fucking power in that there's a ridiculous amount of power in that Selling's not God, honestly, if you use sales tactics to sell, <laughs> uh, like we're not selling airplanes. We're selling. There wasn't a tactic training. in that though. There shouldn't be. I should believe in, in your points show. are exactly the same. When someone comes up to me and I'm out somewhere and you know, what's funny. Like when we go places like Dave and I will go places with you and I'll go places. Mm-hmm. We always get undervalued. Yeah. We always get under. They're Dude, like, oh, my, there's some mid twenties fucking. Well, yeah. My there. favorite example of that is the, uh, in the elevator at the independent. Yeah. When someone, that woman mistaked yep. you for the uh, maintenance yeah. guy. Yeah. A woman thought I was a janitor and I'm like, yeah, I run the biggest fucking online fitness coaching team yeah. in the world. I have okay. a unit in this building. Thank yeah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally have a unit in this building. This fucking whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny, but that happens so commonly. Yeah. Um, don't fucking come up on me with your sales tactics. Cause I'm going to see so far through that shit. And I promise I'm going to find a way to rip you apart because mm-hmm. but i'm gonna teach you i'm gonna teach you fuck you're a best buy you're trying to sell me a fucking computer monitor yeah you're trying to upsell me on a computer monitor and i can tell you're just bullshit to get yeah, that commission yeah. i'm going to chew you up and spit you out but i'm gonna make you better at your job by the time i'm done with you i had a airplane sale yeah that was like that okay that, that's what made me shift my sales perspective okay. yeah whereas i tried to i was obviously green yeah first not sold an airplane yet yeah not uh not done any meetings quite as much yeah sit down with an oil ceo and he's like are you fucking with me right now and i was like oh shit i didn't know what to say and he's like i can tell you're trying to play with you right now and he goes he goes you can't be doing that to me oh (laughs) and and, but i think he was also doing it on purpose because yeah i mean he knows he knows i'm young yeah absolutely and and so we ended up becoming pretty good friends while i was working so funny that impacted you huh you think about that huh yeah that's dope it was really i was really thankful for that actually it scared the shit out of me yep i thought i was gonna be fired yeah but man he he knew what he was doing that's so funny and it helped Dude, that's so funny. I love hearing that story. Yeah, because there's things like that, like not like with an oil CEO or like not selling an airplane, buddy. There's shit like that's like I've experienced. I was like, 
Like, man, I guess that's how I've just come to the conclusion that God just being as real and raw as you fucking can is honestly the best fuck. Cause again, if you're talking to an educated client, like you were talking to an educated client, yeah. dude, they're going to see right through it. Yeah. The only people that sales tactics work on is, is idiots. I truly believe that. Yeah. You can't sales tactics me. God. Yeah. You can't walk into a, a room yeah. and assume those people are dumb. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have really to assume can. they know more than you. Yeah, when I went to buy my BMW, oh my God. Let me tell a story about this BMW. Talk right. about being undervalued. So oh I've God, I can't wait. I have a pretty cool car. And I'm gonna I got to play this as modest as possible, but so only Scott might fucking appreciate this one. Yeah. I, I have a pretty cool car. It's a pretty rare car. It's a really nice uh BMW X5. Like the the type that it is is pretty rare. It's kind of hard to find. There were only two in in, uh, in Austin. And so I went into BMW one day and, you know, I'm looking around and stuff and, um, I'm just wearing, I mean, I just wear my sweats. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I, I'm not in any, like dressed in anything nice. And so there was this cart of guys, salesmen yeah, who were driving by and all four of them, I looked at me and I was looking at this $109,000, uh, M4. Yep. This is white M4. With oh, but that was rail. nasty. Oh, that was yeah. so nasty. But I knew it was an SUV, but I was like, this could be a fun play car. Yeah. And you know, they just like drive by and like, you can just tell Yeah, their thought they've talked about me back there. They're talking about me over there, Yeah, but you can just tell that like they thought something. They just think you're a window shopper. They they think I'm a window shopper. They don't know I'm there to buy. Yeah. Uh, Look, I Ubered there with the purpose (laughs) to leave with a car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's amazing. I came with a fat. Those guys, those guys came and he said, this guy can't even afford a car. He had to Uber. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm there looking and, you know, I go through the M4s. I go through the M5s. I'm overlooking at the X3s. Um, um, and then I, I, this guy walks up to me and super energetic, mm-hmm. big guy, uh, big supporter of mine to this day and reaches out, shakes my hand. He's got this big ass ring on his hand. And he said, Hey, uh, I'm Troy. Like I've, I've, you've been out here for a while. I, I thought that, uh, a colleague of mine, uh, was going to come help you, but uh, have you been helped to see chat with you yet? And I was like, man, actually that's wild. You know, I've been here about 30 minutes. You're the first person to talk to me. And I was like, I'm here to buy a car today. And he's like, Oh man, like, well, what are you looking for? Like, uh, I was looking at, I was back at the, at the, um, M fives mm-hmm. at that point, which mm-hmm. is like a fucking race car, yeah. which I knew I didn't need, but it was a four door. So I could fit people in the back of my race car. <laughs> Practical. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm looking at this $130,000 M five and, and you know, he's like, so, you know, what's the budget? And I was like, you know what, man, whatever I fall in love with, I'm going to buy today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, well, you're looking at a car. I would love to sell you then. Yeah. So at this point, I remember Troy noticed very early on that I'm not here to fucking play games. Yeah. And I'm not here for you to fuck with me. I just called out your colleagues. I forget exactly what I said, but I just called out the colleagues that drove past me. And he knew that pissed me off. Yeah. And but also at the same time, I can't really. I'm so far out of the normal demographic. I can't really blame them. Mm hmm. But you shouldn't treat people that I don't there's treat a level people of that respect. way. Yeah, there's yeah. a level of fucking respect. That you yeah. just show a human being. And 
So, you know, we get to talk in like bullshit a little bit, get to know him and, you know, I get comfortable with him. I was like, what's that ring? And he's like, oh, the, um, I'm one of the top 10. Uh, I was one of the top 10 salesmen in the world of BMW last year. Nice. And I was like, you know what, Troy, that speaks volumes because you walked out here when all of your colleagues, none of them have that ring, do they? Yeah. He's like, no, none of them have it. Yeah. And I was like, this is why you're a top 10 salesman in the world. And I was like, let me tell you, I don't have a budget today. Whatever I want, I'm going to get and I'm going to drive it home today. And he's like, well, if you get some aftermarket stuff done, you might have to come back and get it tomorrow. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. Come back and get it tomorrow. <laughs> I just here's what I need you to do. What's the sickest fucking car you have on this lot? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you shouldn't have asked me that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll bet. So we have to go get a golf cart. Yeah. Because this X5 was on the lot. Yeah. Like they it's back there. They just got it. It's no, it's just back there. Oh, OK, it's people don't yeah it's a special it, car it's a special car there's yeah. like two of them yeah and so he takes them back there and they're both side by side and i'm looking at them. they're both these black x5 super fucking nice um and i decided i wanted the one the mm-hmm. one that i got mm-hmm. and he's like man i i have to say and i do to this but like this is an hour and a half of conversation i mean yeah this yeah, is yeah. a huge investment this yeah. is like a little thing this isn't super casual yeah and he, he's like like we're tight at this point mm-hmm. and actually we, i mean to this day that like, we text here and there like mm-hmm. he texted me about the gym just the other day yeah and I thought it was super cool he's going to come to the grand opening nice and uh and, and so this goes back to how to sell yep. you can he knows i'm gonna buy more bmws oh him. yeah and so he's just how do i like and if i'm ever in the market sell. now that you told me this story exactly like, i'm gonna go see him. exactly you know you're gonna anyone who's in the market for a nice car i'm gonna send them to troy and guess what he's gonna be a top 10 salesman again this year actually yep. i've sent two people to him who have nice. both purchased cars one was like a sixty-two thousand dollar car but the other one was a uh, was over a hundred thousand dollar vehicle nice so i've tried to mutually benefit troy as well so um he said, man, I, I just, um, I didn't think this is how this, this conversation was going to end. <laughs> and I'm like, so he's like, what do you do? And like, you know, we start talking about it and all this stuff. And he's like, man, like you can really like make money being a personal trainer. Like, it's not personal training. It's, it's like quite yeah. a bit more intricate than, you know, like everything we do across the board. Like we, you know, and we got into the whole conversation because he's a businessman. Mm-hmm. He understands. I mean, this whole conversation, I know his kids. Yeah. Like at this point, I know his wife. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I know everything about the dude. And I feel like he knows everything about me that we've gotten real fucking tight. Yeah. And uh, so that right there, I mean, that's a great story for y'all. And the next day I I wasn't able to drive it home. So I actually had to Uber back, whatever. (laughs) How poor do you look? Yeah, right, right. (laughs) This guy just bought the That reminds me of this story. I'll keep this one really brief. Yeah. But it's, it was, I forgot where I heard it. It's a story about this guy who walked into a BMW dealership. Yeah. It could be fake. I don't know, but it's a great story. Yeah. Walked into a BMW dealership. He's a tech CEO. Yeah. He was casual like you. Of course. Nobody waited on him. Nobody. Nobody. He left. Yeah. Went to Audi. Yeah. Bought an R8. Yep. Drove it back. Yep. And he says, hey, I'm here to trade this Audi and I need to speak to your your sales manager. And they're like, oh yeah, great, great, great. My name is whatever, whatever. They're trying to get their commission. Of course. Sales manager comes down. He goes, hey, you see that R8 out there? I bought that because I was in here and nobody helped me. Wow. And you lost, you lost that wow. sale and he left. Wow. Even if that exact story isn't true, that's happened. Yeah. Totally. That has happened. Yeah. I've heard, and obviously I'm yeah. probably fabricating yeah. some of it just based on what I think, and, but and I've heard something like it. That, I mean, that's, that's not dissimilar. This issue was I already went to Mercedes and Audi and I didn't like any. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mercedes, I just wanted the G wagon and there was concept. a price, there was a price point on the G wagon that was not going to happen. <laughs> same concept. But it's, yeah, it's, it's the exact same. And now you know what's funny, Scott, you know, what's fucking funny is 
is every time I go in there, they all know who I am. So like they all follow me on Instagram and stuff now. Yeah. Like we've gotten yeah. tight. Yeah. And like honestly, BMW's customer service, it really is second to none. Yeah. You like I've had a Mercedes, I've had an Audi, BMW blows them yep. away. Yep. It really does. And every time I go in there, it's like, I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on fucking whatever now. I need, yeah. whatever I need. And it's like, man, all those guys, I don't know what commission they make on cars, I would but know. I'm assuming on that sale, that dude's pockets were lined mm -hmm. very fucking well. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I just hope that all of them kind of learned from that. I've done that, you know, like sure. we have all done that and made someone feel that way. Yeah. And like, yeah, that was a big learning point for me. That was a huge tool for me to kind of utilize, you know, as I move further and as I advance, mm -hmm. you know, in my career, same with you. Yeah. Um, and it's just good. That's how you sell. How you sell is just by being you, being a good fucking person, being real and raw. There's no fucking sales tactics you need. Just fucking bring your goddamn self and bring your, you know, back back to God, just treat the people passion, like, just the treat energy. People like people. Just, yeah, just treat people like people. Bring the passion, the energy, the mentality, the care, the empathy, and you're probably going to do really, really, really well. Yeah. Last note, hiring. Oh, I've made some really poor hires. Yeah. I have. This is, I love. I like this topic because I have not yeah, hired. Um, I've made some really poor hires. You know what? Every time I made a hire, a, a hire that ended up being poor. Yeah. Three times. Mm -hmm. All three times was because I felt an obligation to help that person. Yeah. All of my other hires that were good hires. It wasn't about the obligation to help the person. It was this made a lot of sense from a logical perspective, okay. from a business growth okay. perspective. Yeah. So I've made, oh my God, four. I've made four emotional hires and all four backfired and fucked me over in the absolute worst way. Damn. Damn. And then I've made all these other hires that were not emotional. It was just, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. And this is what we're going to do. And so honestly... Hiring is this simple. Is it a good fucking human being? Is it a trustworthy human being? Mm -hmm. And is it a is it a human being that believes in your vision that buys into your vision? Or is it a human that wants to come in and like, yeah, like we'll do a little bit of your vision, but like, here's my vision as well. Yeah, and like, yeah. like do, are they going to fall in line with the culture? They're going to try and create their own culture. Cause let me tell you, if they, if there's two cultures trying to be formed in one place, chaos ensues, dude. Yeah. I have, I kind of have that issue because yeah. I'm, I, I'm actively trying yeah. to see if I can get another creative yeah. on hyperfocal. Yeah to help me expand a little bit and get those projects that I don't have time for yeah. and maybe help them get a little money. Absolutely. I've asked two people. Yeah. And I hope one of them is listening to this. Yeah. I've asked two people and they both are like, ah, they're wishy-washy. They're wishy-washy wishy with yeah. it. And I'm like, you just have to trust me that we're going to yeah. work harder. They, do they don't understand who the fuck you are. Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I would, uh, my advice to both of them would be drop the ego and drop the culture and buy into that one. This is a hiring is going to go one of two ways. It's mm -hmm. going to end really good or it's going to end really bad. There's yeah. really no middle ground. Yeah. There, 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 there's just not a middle ground there. It's just like dating. Yep. You're either going to get married or you're going to break up. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. like no two options yeah. outside of those two. Yeah. Um, so, so hiring culture, they have to be a culture fit. They have to have passion. They have to align with like it literally how I, how I view it as like a zipper. When you mm -hmm. zip something up, it just like all molds together and Does like fits. Fit? Yeah. 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 It fits. But like if that zipper gets off a little bit, you just get stuck. Yep. And like 
that's how you should feel about a person that you're going to hire or not hire. I like that. Um, and so hiring is honestly really simple, but too many people, I think emotionally hire just like I have done four times. And let me tell you, if you just want to help someone, if you just think that this is what they need and this will change them, no, you're not going to change anybody. Yeah. People are what they are and they're showing you what they are in real time at face value. Nothing, there's nothing happening here that's going to change. So you need to find people that fit in with you and what you do. Uh, honestly, hiring is that simple. So hope this helps. I, I hope this helps you guys understand. Um, definitely a vulnerable podcast for Scott and I to make because, but honestly, I'm so fucking sick of seeing people get scammed by fucking scam artists. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Fine. We'll talk about financials slightly on the podcast. That shouldn't offend you. That should inspire you. No, not I mean, at all. honestly. So I wanted to make this because business coaching is out of control. These people have no fucking idea what they're doing. You don't see me out here offering business coaching. And I've, you know, myself, someone like Paul Ravella. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, literally me and Paul Ravella. <laughs> 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 like we've built like the biggest, uh, you know, teams are in the industry. It's not just from a client perspective, from a structure perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, he has actual structure to his company, yeah. to his business. It's not yeah. just like a free for all. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like we don't see us doing that. Like we're focusing on impacting further. Mm-hmm. Business coaching is a scam. Business coaching is nothing more than a scam. I dropped two names. I'll drop them again. Jordan Duggar and Jason Phillips are fantastic business coaches. I truly believe they have the ability to scale and grow anyone's business, no matter where they are, what they're doing, because the principles and the morals and the the results are, are full scale. It's full spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's everyone across the board. Don't fucking waste your time. Don't fucking waste your money. Literally, I just gave you the blueprint and you can take it and you can be like, no, that it's, it's deeper than that. Or no, I mean, Scott, this is all we do. That's it. This is all we do. And mm-hmm. Scott's worked for very successful and huge companies. And I've worked with very successful and huge companies. And let me tell you, this is all they do. Yeah. This is all that it fucking is. So take this for what it's worth. And what it's worth is far more than, you know, the price that your business coach is charging. I mean, really think about it in a logical perspective. A business coach's goal is to help you grow. You know, the, the, the slogan is always a six figure business and all that stuff, which really isn't that much money. Like it's not that yeah, far fetched yeah. for yourself to just build one without even knowing what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Um, so they, they want to help you build these, these businesses that are like making all this revenue and they, only charge a few thousand for it, or they only charge ten thousand for it. like scott and i literally talked yesterday and it's like if someone wanted to hire us as business consultants it mm-hmm. would literally be a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars like it would literally be 50k per i mean you're not be the reason why is because you're not going to get the results immediately no like if no. you think your business coach is going to give you the results immediately in a six week that's program, not going to happen week program in a three month program no this, homie like, this shit takes years it's a lifetime it's a lifetime that you never stop working when toward. do you see team haley dissolving um never exactly like the day i die it'll continue on yeah it'll, i'm sure it'll get to have that conversation it'll continue on yeah yeah like fuck dude if something happens to <laughs> if justin, justin gets in a car accident yeah. what do we do yeah if something happens to justin like this shit continues on yeah like it really fucking does like yeah. there's the team haley don't go nowhere yeah so you know clients don't worry if anything happens to me like, we're good <laughs> we have plans in place okay? yeah 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 but i hope this helps you i hope this helps save a little bit of money i hope this helps you understand your business better and um i mean I wish I had this podcast when I was starting out. It would have made a lot more sense. And like finding the end goal. It's free. 
and it's fucking free. But you can PayPal us. Like I don't know. If you feel like, like it, if you feel like it, drop us a couple G's. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we can put our Venmo in the description. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Well, Venmo <laughs> has a limited two thousand dollars. We need to. You know, okay, this is way more than that. We'll do the PayPal. We'll just put emails, and you can PayPal. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, in, in all seriousness, we love making these podcasts for you guys. We love helping you guys. We love being able to drop knowledge for you guys. And um, honestly, dude, we just fucking love impacting you guys. We yeah. get so pumped up on podcast days. Um, so we will see you for episode 19. Right. And after that comes episode 20. And then we are a fifth of the way to a hundred. That's wild. Um, we'll see you guys soon. Yep. All right. For me, I'm your host, Justin Mahaley for my co-host Scott Simmons this is one of my favorite podcasts to make. Go save yourself some money, apply the shit we said today and make your business grow on your own. Good luck.